Before this episode, we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Wajuk Noongar people. We wish to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast. You're joined by your usual hosts, Jess and Sean. Welcome back, everybody, to episode seven, seven of season four. Lovely to have you here. And we are very excited after our very fabulous week that we had after receiving so much amazing feedback yeah. from our interview with the wonderful Kira. Oh, my goodness. How amazing was that interview though like seriously so cool let's just just take a moment to revel in the wonders that is that woman (laughs) it is honestly obnoxious how loud he is i know it's hard it's hard i know look how thick his neck is what is that it's still puppy fat you just pull him back yeah so it's all it was an, an amazing an amazing interview and it just to capture it on audio was just yeah just wonderful look it came after a close call though we nearly didn't have the audio oh god yes i know i was at work and i was getting the sos messages from yeah. sister shan going we've lost it and i was we've like lost it. that is precious that interview is precious but i was trying to play it really cool like, eh, oh, it's i was fine. i was high key yeah, stressing yeah. it was very obvious that was, I was escalating i was so stressed i was like we've lost i've lost the fucking memory card i've lost it i don't know where it is it's not in the bag where i normally put it i swear i put it in there blah 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 nope and i i remember flicking the latch yeah. but i then old mate was like but if that's all you two remember if you just flick the latch but then you don't remember what happened surely it's just still in the box well that's what i was hoping for and not like dropping out of the car or whatever anyway luckily old mate was what did he call it you two were having a whole conversation oh, an emu bob or something an emu or bob or a chicken w- chicken scumbling. i don't know chicken walk emu walk i don't know anyway he basically said oh don't worry i'll have an where did you park i'll have an emu walk bob i think it was bob, a bob. something like that and um i was like what the fuck is that and he was like oh you know it's like it's a chicken walk or something i was like that doesn't explain it even more and you're stressing me more just yeah just fucking find it stop trying to educate me on these weird sayings that you've got anyway so it basically means to have a look on the floor and like retrack trace your steps and i was like just fucking say that then (laughs) just find it um so then he was like um it got to the point where Jess was like, babe, don't look on the floor. Just go look in the machine. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for saying that. Cause I was about to fucking burst with anxiety. Just like, don't look on the floor. Just go to the source. So flash forward, it was in the machine. It was. It was in the machine. Firstly, he messaged and said, is this the one? And it was the bloody adapter. <laughs> And I was like, no, that is not. I got so excited when I saw that photo come through. And then luckily he sent through the the actual one. And so he kindly dropped it off to me. Here we go. I found it. Okay, good. You can read the conversation out. I've just got home, Charlotte. Where did you park? I'll do a proper emu bob. Emu bob. Yeah, okay. And you said on the grass. What the fuck is an emu bob? <laughs> no, Charlotte, I'll do a chicken parade. A chicken bob. Sean. Miss Cusy, I'm not catching on. Oh, mate, I'm just going to walk thoroughly over the area and pick anything up. Okay. I was like, okay. And I was like, 
babe, just check the bag in the machine first. I'm sure it's in there. Then he's gone to screenshot the definition of emu bob and send it to Sean. And he goes, yeah, that's right, Sean. It's Australian. That's some proper bush ranger language for you, mate. Sean, you're killing me. I'm high key stressing. I've lost the fucking card. Oh, mate. Real question is, where the fuck is the bag of all your equipment and the machine? <laughs> so, look, we got there. Oh. I was at work just watching the chaos from afar. Yeah, look, uh, luckily we found it and you got the episode that you deserve. And you've all learned some new lingo this morning. The emu bob. But there you go. Yes, our interview with Kira, amazing, wonderful. The feedback was so cool. So many of you want to see her and we can't recommend her enough. Yeah. I am going to book in and do my colours because obviously I haven't done that yet. Yeah. And I cannot wait and I cannot wait for you all to experience her just fabulous self yeah and when you see her like we said earlier please let her know that we sent you yeah because we just we're very interested to see who and how and what happens after yes. the conversation because so many of you resonated with the discussion and it was just wild it was so good and one of the things that you when you do go and get your colors and stuff done you get access to this little community that have all gone through kira through their colors and kira had posted on that group um that she'd done the podcast with us and all of the comments on the chain were like we loved this this is amazing i haven't really thought about my colors since and it was so nice to hear like the beginning of the journey and stuff like that all over again and it was Oh, so wholesome. So, yeah, I'm so excited for those of you who are going to do it to um, just feel a bit better. Totally. Like, like I said, everyone knows, like I can see it in Sean. I can see it in people who do it. I'm like, that is just so cool. Like yeah. if you can just, if you can feel better every day, why not? Why not do yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. It's a, a moment to invest in yourself. Like it isn't cheap. Like I'll get that out of the way. Like it's not cheap. But if you think about all the money that you would potentially save in the future and not buy shit that makes you feel like crap, it is honestly the easiest decision I've ever made. So good. So good. So, so, so good. Anyway, should we hop to our next segment? Well, no. Yeah. Wow, we haven't sung it. No, we haven't. I thought we'd already had. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, ready? Because it's time for the... Thump that follow-up. Oh, no. that was a bit extra on yeah, the end just, there. Just like to give you, give, give, give back. Give something. back, give the, yeah. give the people back, yeah. That's me. Anyway, I don't think we have, oh my God, Bundy's just fallen asleep. It Shut is up. A new Hell day. has frozen over. He has had the classic outlet party and we have been <laughs> trying so hard to find a hot minute to record and he has just fallen asleep. Oh, quick. It's literally like a baby. He yeah. is like a baby. I'm he like, is. quick, let's smash this episode out. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have any fun fact follow-ups for you, I don't think. But if we do and we didn't clarify anything in that podcast from our interview, let us know. Yeah. We came back hot with the koala facts last yeah. time. Everyone enjoyed um, hearing old mate's yes, voice. Yes, old mate was there. Um, but I just want to say, listening back to Kira's episode. Yes. And all her amazing quotes. And I tried to remember so many of them and throw them into our Instagram things. But she said one towards the end and I was like, yes, queen, when I was listening back. And she said, if you think I'm too much and you want less, go elsewhere. I love that. And I was like, oh, what I am a, not What too an much. energy. Yeah. Oh, she just, just with the wrong people. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, it's not a fun fact follow up, but I just thought, you know, you, all of you people listening, you need to hear that because yeah, you reminder. are not too much. Exactly. Love Amen it. to that. Go find less. Anyway, how have you been, my darling? Oh, you know, it's in the final weeks of prep. Oh my God. I'm I move. so 
fucking depressed. I know. I'm sorry. Guys, it is one week till Sean leaves me. Mm-hmm. One week. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not okay. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be on the plane in a week's time or maybe even there. You'll be there. You'll be there. Maybe, yeah. Fuck. I know. It's a bit anyway, much. I'm hell depressed. I know. And um, that's it. We're just, just not making talk this about, about it. me. <laughs> seriously. No, but how are you feeling about moving? Like, actually, seriously. Um, I'm actually at the point now where I just want to be there. Yeah. Or I just want to be with Zach. So it's been like six weeks since I've seen him, been in the same room as him, been in the same state. Um, so yeah, I'm missing, I'm missing my, my person. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready to be there now for sure. My head is about to explode. Just so many things. Just so many things trying to organize and plan and make sure that I'm not missing anything. And then work has been so intense with a lot of big projects starting and needing my attention. So I'm just at like full capacity in both aspects of my life. Um, So yeah, it's been eventful. Um, but okay. However, if those of you that are on our Instagram would have seen that I had a terrible day, um, last week because this dickhead forgot to take her meds. She did, but we didn't realize that we didn't for realize, a moment. Yeah. So I was at work, Sean was at work, messaging me like, low key think I'm dying. Yeah. Um, uh, this is happening, this is happening, I'm shitting, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. What is happening to me? And I was like, oh, mm. do you have a bug? Do you have this? Do you have mm. that? Do you have this? Now, we were trying to work it out. We couldn't yeah. work it out. Actually, I'm about to expose you. Okay, go. I'm going to do it. Go on then. So, I was very concerned about my friend, my darling friend, I'm who you all so know. I'm so worried about what's going to come uh, out of your mouth now. I, I was very <laughs> concerned about my darling friend here and you're mm-hmm. all long-term listeners and you all know my darling friend has had a stroke. So you all know this oh, is gosh. high risk. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My mum is about to fucking come through this door and fly <laughs> kick you in the face, Sean, when she no, hears this. No, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> so she is messaging me. I'm at work. I can't do anything about it. She's sick. I don't know what to do. Oh, I'm saying, have you done this? Have you done this? Have you tried this? Have you done this? So then as a responsible critical care nurse and a responsible best friend, I asked my darling best friend, hello, have you checked your INR? Yeah, you did ask me that. Have you checked your INR? Okay, right. Have we checked the INR? Hmm. Have we? Have we, Sean? No, we haven't. And Sean said, no, I haven't. I said, well, don't be a dickhead and check that. We don't need to have another stroke, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And then Sean mm -hmm. replied with, don't tell your mother... (laughs) But my machine is actually already in Adelaide. <laughs> this is how many weeks out for, before she goes. So I was like, okay, so um, maybe just go get a form and like send off a formal one. I'm not going to go. And she goes, GP. I'm going to do this. So anyway, I was genuinely concerned and she just fucking sent it. Why did you send your machine over? I don't know. I just packed it. Look. Oh my Mistakes God. have been made. What are you going to do about anyway, it? Anyway, fuck. So yeah, I haven't checked my INR in six weeks. Probably more than that because I hadn't checked it before it went. So... Mum is going to fly I know, the she's going to punch me in the throat with a spoon. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Mama Swanson. I know. But, you know... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. 
<laughs> you, can't get, you can't talk your way I out of this. I can't talk my way out of this one. I was literally about to say, yeah, but it's fine because I've been taking my meds. <laughs> and then the whole point of this story was because I'd forgotten to take my meds. Did you forget your warfarin as well? Yeah, I forgot all of them. Sean! <laughs> Holy shit. I thought you just forgot Joxatine. No, I forgot all of them. They come in a package. Fuck. They come in the day package anyway so yeah what happened tell the people so anyway so i started the day and i felt fine it was just a normal day and then progressively as the day went on i started getting like really lightheaded and then i started getting these like it's like electricity pulsing through my body every time it moves yeah you're like i've got sparks in my fingers (laughs) literally it felt like spark like electricity I, i just can't explain it in any it's like tingling but it's not like pins and needles it's like shooting every time you move at every joint point and i i even thought to myself man this feels like the time that i had run out of my geloxetine but i was like nah i definitely took my meds last night 100 percent. i could have sworn black and blue that i had taken my meds so i was like really confused as to why i was feeling like this and it just got worse and worse and worse as the day went on. I was like, I have to not be at work right now because I felt like an absolute space cadet and I was starting to get nauseous and like hot and cold flushes. So anyway, I, I was like, let me see if it's my blood pressure. No, no, no. First I thought maybe it's my sugars. So I had some food. I had like a mandarin. I had chocolate. Like I was like, let's just pump this sugars up that didn't help at all and so i was like okay let's have some water had some water had a whole bottle nothing just needed the toilet so i was like okay lightheaded tingly okay i tried i did the old stroke test like touched all my fingers and put my hands in the air and i was fine um so i was like oh maybe it's my blood pressure like maybe i'm having like a really hypo moment so i went and checked my blood pressure with old mate wifey she checked it and um normally people have to use like the child cuff on me like the light blue one because the big one just reads terribly low um like to the point of like code low so we normally do the light blue one but anyway we did the adult one and on the adult one my blood pressure was 130 over 60 and that's like high for me like i'm normally 90 maybe max 100 110 like max if i'm in pain um so when it came up as 130 on the big boy cuff i was like ooh. so i was like oh i don't know what to do about that one i was really hoping it was low so i could just lie on the floor and put my feet in the air um but i can't really do that to help with a hyper so i was like oh back to the drawing board <laughs> and you're like my resting heart rate's like 115 yeah it was high and i was like this is very strange and i was like i and i was getting more and more lightheaded and i was like if i fall over right now they're gonna call a code on me and that is gonna be so embarrassing is all i could think of so i was like i'm gonna go home before they do call a code on me because i don't want to drive home yeah, we, I drove home. Um, to be fair, I did sit in the car for a little bit to like balance. Um, stunning. It's in the past now. We know I survive. It's fine. So, <laughs> plot twist. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Um, so yeah, I got home and I was like getting progressively worse. Like I was in my room packing because I've moved from Zach's parents to my parents. Long story. 
Um, I didn't, nothing bad happened. Just someone else is coming to stay at the house. So I needed to move. Well, I ended up telling the story anyway now. So whatever. Um, <laughs> try to save some time, but made it longer. So anyway, I was packing up and I was like, oh my God, I feel so shit. And I was like full on dry retching in the bedroom, like on the floor. Like I was like, what the fuck is happening? And anyway, I was like, maybe I'll just go check my pillbox. Walked over saw that wednesday night's pillbox was a little and i was like oh fuck you know you dickhead so i quickly took them and i was like okay cool i'll feel better soon and it took forever for the duloxetine to kick in to the point that i actually took that day's nighttime dose as well because by the time i went to sleep at like 9 30 10 i was still sparking like crazy so um yeah look we're not all perfect i also took more warfarin so don't stress mama swanson um i took as my cardiologist instructed i took 150 percent of my dose so i ended up taking 15 milligrams so you girls fine but yeah what a wild time it just shows you how important medication is yes (laughs) yes it does fucking hell so yeah so ah that was me geloxetine is a fucking powerful drug is what i'm saying god help me if and when i'd come off that drug you would just wean off slowly yeah maybe anyway that was my story of the week anyway that's how you've been <laughs> that's how i've been how wow. have you been sister um i mean you know keeping up with content creating i'm back on pregnancy loan yeah you are um so that's good uh but have you done your homework i have done my homework yes you have i'll start with the negatives and we'll move to the positives so yes i did go back on pred uh because post-covid i just thought i'd be fine um we love that i finished the antivirals and went back to work and then i was like i am very fatigued Mm. my joints are very sore Mm. I don't feel very good. <laughs> and then I got my period and I felt even worse. Yes. Yeah, so and good. then my back and feet were so bad that I was like, okay. So then I upped my CBD oil and then I was like, I'm not still not good. So then I started like my prednisolone at 12.5, mm. which is kind of like for an average flare, I'd do that. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't know. The rheumatologist was like, see how you feel. If you feel 50% better than the day before, then you can have it. Mm. But I didn't. So I like did 12.5 or whatever half of 25 is for like three days. And I just did a 12 hour and then it got like worse. Um, (laughs) So weird. So I went up. Yeah, you did. (laughs) So then I did 25 (laughs) for a couple of days. Anyway, I'm on my way back down. (laughs) Good. Um, We're on the other side of the hill. But yesterday was a really bad day for pain. Mm. I did work two 12 hours, which wasn't great. Anyway, it's not good, but uh, I just would like to cut my feet off. And every time I come home, I'm just like, honestly, some days I just wish I had a saw and I could just saw them off. And you could just call me a little stumpy and I just walk around with no problems. You'd be fine. Anyway, old mate, you know, Mr. Positive old mate. 
he keeps always saying to me, he's like, babe, there's no point being negative. There's no point. You are stuck with those feet for life. There's no point hating something that is with you for life. You're going to create a negative relationship with them. Doll, I already hate them. And I was like, I already hate them. He's like, you don't say that word. You don't hate them. You're grateful for them. I was like, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. Anyway, so I'm trying to work on improving my relationship with my feet. Um, (laughs) You couldn't even say that sentence then. yuck. Anyway, so that triggered me and then I was like, oh, you know, you know, you all know, long-term listeners know that I'm in denial about having chronic illnesses. Mm. Um, so post-COVID and going back to where obviously I was like, oh yeah, sweet, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but that was a real annoying thing going back on Pred for me because I've been off it for months. Yeah, Like have. I don't think I've had any Pred since Feb. Yeah. Like I was doing Just after good. your holiday, hey. Yeah. Mm. So I was really annoyed. Um, anyway, on that note, I decided to take my homework seriously mm-hmm. because I do it for the people. Yeah. Um, and yourself. And myself. And I was actually nursing a patient with one of my friends who continued to bully me. Um, and Doing the Lord's work. And Sarah said... Um, why don't you go and just talk to the manager right now right while now. I stand here? I was like, oh, no. She's like, well, I'm here. So you have to go right now. Yeah. So I that took, wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't. Yeah. So I took that opportunity mm-hmm. and I went and I spoke about reducing my hours to the point eight, like Sean had asked for. <laughs> um, and so I have done that. Yeah, and we spoke has. about whether or not we do it straight away or whether or not we wait till six weeks time when the next roster's out. But mm-hmm. I did listen to my body and said, no, 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 I need to do this now or I'll just continue to call in sick. Yeah. Um, so I have dropped, which at the moment is five, 12 hours and I have asked not to be put on three 12 hours in a row because I really struggled to do two. So proud of you. So that is me. I'm going to be a lady of leisure. Yes. Um, but also I think I've told you guys I've been paying far too much tax. Yes. So I'm going to stop that. And mm-hmm. so I should still be able to afford my life. Yes, absolutely. And then I, if I feel up to it, I said I will pick up short shifts if you need me. But when mm-hmm. I talk short, I'm talking four hours. Yeah. I'll not come 12. in and cover. Yeah. Yeah. So that's me. I've done my homework. And actually, to be honest, I do feel relief because while we're sitting here recording right now, today was meant to be my third 12 hour. Mm. And I'm in that much pain sitting here. I couldn't imagine being in my fifth 12 hours. Yeah. So, you know what? I am glad that I did that as much as I put up a fight for mm. eight years. <laughs> yeah. Dedicated. Yeah. Dedicated to really seeing that one through. Yeah. But we're here. Well, we've done it now. You're over the hill and I'm super, super proud Thank of you. Thank you. Super and, proud of but you. But you know what I'm pissed off about now? Now you leave me and now I'm going to have an extra whole day off. I know. But it means you can just do work for the co- the podcast okay. instead. Speaking of that, guys, this is a little bit of a catch-up episode. We actually saw an accountant. We did. We were big girls. For the first time ever as a business. As a company, I think you'll find. Uh, so, yeah, we, we can do things now because yeah. we're legit. Um, not sure what we're going to do. And if anyone would like to pay us. Yeah. You can. We'll have a bank account for you to put that in. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're a fully legit thing that's making no money. So, so you're welcome. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I said before, like while I'm away in Adelaide, I'm making it my life's mission to we're get gonna- our do things do it and like get our merch off the ground and i'm gonna do more insta get it, social media get it into your hands into the 
into your chronic hands. Yes. Get it to the people. So, mm-hmm. yes, we'll, we'll flash forward 12 months and we'll be new women. Yeah, big women. Big, big boss women. That's right. That's us. Speaking of um, boss women, it's a little bit of a um, spoiler as to next week. Mm. Um, but next week um, we have an interview for you, which is just going to be oh. so cool. A boss woman um, yeah. and a boss man. Yeah. Um, and they are, I mean, in, in, you can take this week if you like to do some background research before we dive in. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll just tell you a little teaser. Just Instagram Matilda. Yeah. Um, it is an endometriosis app on improving the holistic care for people who uh, have endo or suspected endo. Yeah. Um, and it is just coming off the ground running like yeah, they are just doing such cool things yeah but we will obviously tell you all about that next week but that they are goals they are yeah just smashing a, it smashing it yeah so cool um and so we are bringing that to you next week which we're very excited about yeah um so yeah it's a little we're very bit excited and very to be able to talk to them um we talked to joe who's the um co-founder to be able to talk to them before they're as big as they're going to be. You know, like when you see something, you're like, that's going to be fucking huge. Yeah. And we're going to say, and we recorded that from little old Jess's dining room. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so I think that is actually a really good segue onto this week's episode. Um, Thinking about holistic care and all of the people that are involved with that. Obviously, everyone knows that I'm moving to Adelaide, right? Where? Where indeed. Do you know what's also where? trying to transfer all of your care over to other practitioners, let alone moving them over state. How difficult it has been to try and do that is just so annoying. I am not jealous. (laughs) I don't blame you. I am not jealous. Honestly, so, you know, everyone kind of... And when we were talking about this, actually, like before the actual move happened... Zach was talking to me about it, of being like, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to come with? Um, bearing in mind, this was before he'd actually lived by himself over there. And now he's like, ha ha ha, as if I thought I could do this by myself, which is bless him. Um, but we were talking about it and he was like, you know, are you really sure? Because just think about it a little bit more of you've got to move all of your health stuff. And I didn't even think about it until he said that. And I was like, oh, yeah. That is a good point. Like, it's not just I just up and move and then that's it. I have to up and move and find a new GP that will take me on, a new neurologist that will do my Botox, a new cardiologist who will look after me, a new physio that will look after me. And we all know how hard that was trying to find me a physio, a new dentist that will also do all of the like pre-work for my endocarditis risks and stuff. Oh, it's just it's, and it's then endo a as well time job. So yep. I I have I've had to cancel my endo op or like my um diagnostic lap because I won't be here. And like you, we all know how long that took to get that appointment, let alone Can you just in. like oh I think you should just keep it and come back <laughs> and hang out with me. I will come back and hang out with you but not for an appointment. Okay, fair. Fair. Fine. Fine. But I just think like, so I started off this journey of going to my GP and being like, I'm moving. Help. Help. 
like where else are you supposed to go and she was like or do you know who you're going to and I was like how do you even start that like I accidentally found you how am I supposed to accidentally, accidentally find, find another else. good one? Like, I know. And you're so angry. You're like, why don't you all have links? But like, you can't expect them to know people in every fucking place either. No. But doing the research is taxing. And then it's just, yeah. it's literally like a full-time job. And then you're working, but you're subconsciously thinking about it. Like, yeah. All the time, all the fucking time. And stuff is on a timeline also, like for my neurology stuff, for the Botox, you have to keep to a 12 week or 13 week plan or whatever it is, you have to keep to that regimen because otherwise it's not covered by Medicare. And you also don't want to lapse over that time because then your migraines are going to get worse. Right. But then trying to get into a neurologist on time to be able to achieve those like therapeutic treatments has just been an absolute disaster However, I have a good story to tell. All right, hit me. We'll have a good story. So I have Googled, because Google's my friend, um, a good GP around my new How area. How bad is that? Like, I, I we do the same here. I'm mm. like, uh, Google good Perth GP good with woman's health. Yeah. Endo maybe. Yeah. Like So, that. you know, <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows, like actually knows this or if they've just accidentally found a GP or it's the one that your family's always gone to. But nowadays, most GPs have like little bios on their websites of like their special interests. So it's normally what they've done like extra study in or they're just interested in, right? And so you're going through and you're looking at all the doctors and it's it's like a, it's like a Tinder, but for doctors, right? Like you're going through and just yeah. like, oh, you're not for me. No, you're not for me. No, you're not. Like for me, I don't want family planning. Like that's not my specialty. I don't want that. So I'm like, really? Next, 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 next. So I've now learned that my keywords is chronic illness, right? So I don't want vaccinations, travel, like I don't need that. I need the chronic stuff. I need someone that's going to be like not put off by the fact that I'm coming with a fucking miles long list of shit that's happened and I'm only 30. And I need a long appointment, not a standard. No, I need a long every single fucking time. Please and thank you. So I Googled one and there was a lady around the corner from me um, who special interest was chronic illness and I was like she's my girl good luck to you lady I'm coming for you so I booked in with her and so I've got an appointment with her the first week that I'm in Adelaide because I was like I'm getting this sorted going yeah right so anyway I went to my neurologist to talk to him about the Botox situation and he was like "Ooh, you might have to come back to have that done because I don't think you'll find someone in the meantime I was like Peter how the fuck do you you think I'm just fucking shitting out plane tickets how do you expect me to pay for that we're not all consultants on a consultant wage no thank you do you want to pay for my flight pay i'll fucking come back for you if you want to put me in first class for sure thing anyway so he was like okay two plans you come back for it or you find someone and i was like okay cool so immediately after that appointment i called my gp's office Mm. in adelaide and i was like hi this is the situation. And that poor receptionist 
would have wished she never picked up that phone call. <laughs> you know, like when you're on the other end, you're like, oh, I'll just pick this one up. She's probably just about to go on go a break home, or something. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, ooh, this is not the phone call for you. Anyway, bless her. She was lovely. Just trying to understand my ramblings. And she was like, oh, no, it's our policy that you have to have a face-to-face appointment before telehealth, which I understand. I completely get it. But a little bit of lenience when you're not in yeah, the same state. Yeah. So I'm I'm struggling here and I need, I need some help. I was like, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I need to figure out how... I can get what I need and you can also feel comfortable about how I get it. (laughs) Anyway, so she was like, okay, let me just go speak to the doctor who thank God she was in because she also only works part time. So she was in the office. She went and spoke to the doctor. She was like, hello. Yep. So if you just email the receptionist, like the receptionist email with your questions for the attention of the doctor's name, then we'll forward that to her and then she'll have a look and she'll get back to you. I was like, oh, okay. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Here starts the poor communication in healthcare. Oh God. I was like, I'm going to get lost in the system. I just know it. Anyway, because I understand GPs are extremely busy. They are the group of health practitioners that do not get enough celebration, they do a lot of good work and they are very thin on the ground, especially good ones. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be lost to the system. It's just going to be one of those things that I'm going to have to rush when I get there. Anyway, crickets, which is exactly what we anticipated. We, we, yes. We Surprise. <laughs> yeah, the bar was low. Anyway, so I got a phone call in the middle of the day um, while I'm at work and it's an Adelaide number. And I was like, oh, strange. I answer it. And then it's like, hello, is this Sean? I was like, yep, that's me. And I'm like, oh, we're calling from such and such rooms. Uh, we d- we've got your referral. Uh, we need to book you in for your appointment um, in f- first week of August or whatever it was. And I was like, sorry, who? Who are you? Oh, I'm such and such neurologist rooms. I was like, okay. She's like, yeah, we got your referral for the appointment. I was like, from who? She's like, from you, your referral. I was like, yeah, but who, which doctor sent it? Because I, I just thought it was my neurologist here. But he said he didn't know anybody. So I was like, what's, is he spoken to someone? And then she said the G, my new GP's name. And I was like, what? So she had sent the referral for me without seeing me to the neurologist to get me on the books. I know, Bundy. (laughs) Okay. I was like, oh my gosh. She's getting some real background points, isn't she? Yeah, brownie points for you, darling. And so I booked him with this GP, um, the neurologist. neurologist, And I was like, how fucking good was that? How good? Next minute. And not that long. No, not that long at all. So good. Next minute, Next minute, two hours later, I get another phone call. Another Adelaide number. It's another fucking neurologist rooms booking me in for an appointment with the referral from said GP. So this uh, lovely so how doctor... how did you pick? So, firstly, this lovely doctor has sent two referrals out to two separate um, neurologists. Without even seeing you. Without seeing me, because she's a gem, but to preempt that one of them might have a longer list than the other. So has sent two out... That's some queen energy. ...to make sure that I get the appointment in time. What a fucking queen. What a fucking queen. She better live up to this in person. Uh, well, look. She's getting she's, she's, she's she on her to. way there. She has to. Anyway, so I have decided by 
contacting my neurologist mm-hmm. to be like, these are the two, who do you think I need help with? Mm. I had a had one that I wanted to pick in my head from reading their mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. paragraph bios and looking them up, you know, as you do, Google, Google, Google. Yeah. And he said the one that I was originally going to go for because he'd done more work in Botox and okay. is a specialist in movement neurology. Stunning. So I was like, yes, sold, done. So yeah, so that was way easier than expected. But then the cardiologist is another story. So I emailed the cardiology team here, which you can do, by the way, you can actually email in to departments, emailed in and they quickly were like, not our job doll. We're going to send you the, to the congenital heart team because there's a whole department for them, apparently. So they forwarded me, forwarded my email to them and then crickets crickets the loudest fucking crickets you've ever heard to the point that i'm now a week out from going to adelaide so i emailed them last week and was like i'm really sorry i know you forwarded on my email but they haven't emailed me so can i have their email to resend them the email and so they were like yeah absolutely so sorry we've definitely sent it we've sent it again and here is the email so i was like okay perfect so i, I gave it a day i gave it 24 hours because mm. i was like oh they've reforwarded it so they'll they'll get it no so then i emailed them and said hey the cardiac team have emailed you twice i need to talk to someone because i'm leaving in a week if you need to see me before i leave in a week so i get a phone call finally from the cardiology team at um the hospital and they go we're so sorry not sure how that happened blah 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 you know the huge um wasn't you it was me (laughs) but she was writing me a referral and she's referring me to the main hospital in adelaide to go on their cardiac books so we'll see how that happens and then the last thing on my list is the physio and my physio here knows someone in adelaide that she's worked with that will help me so i just need to get those details and then take that over there is nothing more annoying than telling your story over and over again and i don't know about you but i think it's just the way i deal with the trauma i become less emotional and i just skim over the facts mm-hmm. oh yeah and then this happened and this happened and this happened like you'd be like yeah and then i had a strike and then this happened and then yeah. like, like sorry what i'm like i don't have time to deal with your feelings or yeah. your response to We're my story like four years in yeah yeah i <laughs> strap in i this is a 15 minute appointment yeah i got i'm on a deadline yeah here. you're not getting much more from me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah because you almost have to um support them in yeah. hearing your story yeah because you're like i know this is going to be a lot for you to take in traumatic. right now i know it's a lot trust yeah. me i know yeah been there but i don't have time to help you through this yeah you just got to deal with this and then figure it out afterwards and then sometimes they'll read your notes if they have any and they'll go wow you've had a lot happen yeah i'm like yeah oh and you're so young you're so young i swear to god if i hear that one more time i'm gonna hear it probably four more times and i will report back how many they actually do but man oh man that whole conversation just is exhausting i just wish there was something that you could literally take and then they just have all the information yeah like here like here you go 
It's like, yeah, download. have like a little portal and you can just be like, here's my portal. Yeah. Read it like a good clinician before yeah. you see me. Yeah. And this will tell you everything. Yeah, I can bring fill in the speed. gaps if you need. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not looking forward to it if I'm honest. No, not at all. And then it's just like a wasted appointment. Then you end up paying like between 90 and $200 for you to have told them your life story and you don't feel any better you just feel exhausted and like Mm. you've relived all the trauma yeah it's it's something that only people with shit going on all the time would understand like it's not just picking a gp and going to have a chat like it's just opening up a whole can of worms and then you've got to then deal with it for the next however fucking long one good thing though is my psych is digital Oh, we love that. Yeah, so I'll be able to still see her, but virtually. Thank How God. Good. That is very good. fuck doing that. Again. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Nah, nah. But that, you know, I just don't even think, I think it probably comes down to COVID. Hey, like, not many clinicians ever offered telehealth. Mm. And, like, why? We live in such a digitally technologically driven society mm. why isn't it available more mm-hmm. like i don't okay like i get botox you can't physically do that yeah, through yeah. a screen and i mm. can get you know i can get some of it but things like psych i wish it was more easily accessible mm. for people because oh yeah I and mean, why wasn't it beforehand yeah it's that whole conversation of unless it affects the majority no one gives a shit but then everyone in the disability community relished in that fact to be like we've been asking for this for so long and as soon as the everybody tom dick and harry gets sick then suddenly it's achievable and available yeah it's so unfair it is but and then it's all doing that whole 180ing back to face to face and there are so many aspects of face to face yes that are beneficial and you cannot get virtually completely understand that but this whole thing, I saw, um, oh God, who was it? But they were like, if you work from home, you should get paid less because you're not going into an office. I was like, the fuck? What do you mean? What? How does that even make sense? Like, you, because you don't take up a space in a physical office, you should get paid less. But that doesn't change if you go into the office it means that the company's actually saving money. So therefore should, should have enough money to pay you pay more. You more? Even. And like also you're using your own home electricity, yeah, yeah. all of the things. Yeah. Isn't that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? Why are people so dumb, hey? They literally do not think. That, do not yeah. think. No, nah, that's insane. That is silly. But yeah. we need to move with the times. And I think if anyone's listening out there, a great idea would be to have something that you can like improve communication between health systems yeah and just say pick up this here's this or like a list of recommendations even i don't yeah. know or even like a template to like yeah. feel everything because for me this is how i do like it in checklist. an appointment so you remember in nursing school or like on your prax you have and i'm sure you do it now with your notes especially in icu you like work through systems. the systems system based right exactly CMS, so fluid and nutrition exactly output social skin <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly so now in an appointment i literally start from head to toe yeah and work my way down and so i'm like okay head stroke migraines eyes 
short-sighted <laughs> short-sighted cataracts stigmatism mouth dental overcrowding high palate then lungs deflated lung and then heart because it's the same um obviously all the valves and shit with that and then gut nothing with my gut yet oh no diaphragmatic hernia hernia. (laughs) we forgot that one see i'm already forgetting stuff and i'm going through it not under pressure gut and then now i can add endo to the next one and some mucus stools and some mucus stool from baz or daz can't remember which one and then um you never did those antibiotics did you yeah i did okay yeah yeah I did, I did, I promise. Do you still I get a mucus ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll skip past that. Um, and knees and joints, obviously, Marfan, skeletal. And then feet, flat feet, long toes. And I think that's everything. And then we've missed <gasps> we missed the hip. hip, spine, See? spinal oh, yeah. rods. See, even now Your I still shit. miss shit. So literally, I have to, because I, again, I've just demonstrated that I forget, I've got it written down on my health app on my iPhone and I bring it up. And then I also write down all of my medications that I've previously written on there. And I've written my allergies as well. Just because I can't remember it all. You think I am a historian? I don't know this shit. I got 31 years of this shit. Fuck that. Crazy. Anyway. Anyway, that's the frustration of moving and maybe you just shouldn't go. Oh, it's too late, doll. Can't not go now. No, the train is choo choo chewing, yeah, isn't it's it? It's leaving. It's leaving the station. I'm so sorry. Fuck. I know. Makes me sad anyway. how sad you are. I'm just depressed. I know. Really. Really depressed. It's okay. Oh. I'm going to come back, though. Yeah, I know. And I'll make it saying, he's like, babe, literally 12 months. Like, think about the last 12 months, how quick that's gone. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but what if she does that shit on me where she says it's 12 months and then she's not back for six years? Yeah. Look, I can't say that it might not happen. See? I don't even trust you. (laughs) Well, I can't control time. Who knows what's going to happen in 12 months? You might be moving over to Adelaide in that time. You never know. What am I going to do there? Who knows? Drink wine. Well, yeah, Barossa Valley. I swear to God, if someone else tells me about the fucking Barossa Valley. Barossa isn't... Oh, I'm going to piss a lot of people off. Barossa is overrated. Really? Yeah. Compared to Margaret River? No, no, no. This is nicer regions of Adelaide. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Barossa. But I think because people go there for the wine, no? Yeah. And I'm like, that's not for me. It isn't. That's not for me. Good for me, though. You can drive me around. Hmm. Yeah, well, exactly. Deso drivers, both Zach and I. How good. So good. You're welcome. I might have a wine tonight. I think you deserve a wine tonight. Thank you. Have a have an adult glass, like yeah. a bucket. I'm gonna have a just put a straw my, in there with my new glasses that I bought. That's such an adult move. It was an adult to buy thing. new glasses. I know. Not spectacles. Oh, optician, add that to the list. Fuck. Yeah, I said you're blind. No, as in I've well, got you to find another one. one. Can't you just go spec savers? Yeah. Then they got to move everything over. Fuck. Oh, the list is endless, it, it isn't is, it? It is. Find a pharmacy. Yeah. Oh, cheap one too. Don't even talk to me about that. Yeah. When I went and got my meds for yeah. one for one script, it was forty dollars for a box of fifty tablets. When normally my all of my meds cost less than thirty. Yeah. Because I get it from so, Chemist Warehouse. Well, that's the thing. And Chemist Warehouse. I mean, I'm not sure where you guys are all listening from, but there, I presume, are like discounted chemists. And I always 
It sounds bad. I did think they were a gimmick, but I thought they were like, this sounds so dumb. I thought they're like discounted chemists because like they sell like cheap perfumes and cheap makeup and stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, discounted chemist. But no, they're actually discounted. Yeah. Like actually, I don't understand how they do it, but it's so much cheaper. That's like my hydroxychloroquine old mate bought it for me from one chemist and came home and told me the cost. He was like, whoa, babe, do you always pay this? And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. No, I don't. You got stifled on that one. Yeah. So anyway, if you don't know that, I'm sure every chronic listener out there would. But if mm. you don't, seriously, take those discounted chemists seriously. Yeah, find a it's, discounted chemist. It's a real, real thing. It's a game changer. And a money saver. Oh, absolutely. And when people are like, you know, you've got to small, support small business. I'm like, yeah, that's for you to do. Yeah. Not me. Because I have to buy fucking six boxes of tablets every month. Mm. It's not coming from me, doll. I'll support the small boutique or the small cafe. I'll do that one. You can do the small chemist. You can pay $70 for a bottle of Panadol yeah. elsewhere. You can do that. That's fine. Because you use it once a year. <laughs> I use this shit every day. I'm not doing it. Oh my I'm not God. doing it. You cannot tell me otherwise. I'm not fucking doing it. No. It's not the one. No. But I think I can see you fading fast, darling. I'm just sore like i'm not gonna lie i'm real fucking sore but anyway i'm trying to think if i have anything else exciting to report though actually it's so hard because we've been chopping and changing between episodes and like i can't remember where i I last like kept you all up to date i don't think anything exciting's happened i think doing my homework was the most important thing i had to let you all know yeah and i'm super proud of you for that thank you like actually it makes me feel a lot better leaving you does it yeah because i know that you're not going to work yourself into the ground yeah true to be honest i'd rather like not work at all yeah um (laughs) but i'm just trying to work out how i can do that yeah yeah same if you figure it out let me know yeah yeah also if anyone's got any this is so random but you know as a community anyone's got any good recommendations and who live in western australia on kitchen renovators oh my god can you slide in like i know we're all about sharing things but i'm just like what what am i gonna do when sean leaves me i need a project and my project's gonna be renovating my kitchen and i know you all have people people who know people that's so funny well that is what this platform is about it is about sharing and caring and if i have a good kitchen i'm gonna promote them and if it comes from you guys i'm gonna promote you guys i'd be so grateful for that yeah well hey babe look we have adelaide listeners find the best if you know the best cafe that sean needs to get her morning coffee from slide into the dms yeah that'll be fun yeah i'd like to meet some adelaide chronic sisters and misters yeah we have a few listeners do we from there yeah some of them are my friends oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'll befriend them yeah. instead yeah well yeah Anyway, I don't really have anything else exciting to tell you. It's a bit of a like in-between episode because we felt like we should break up interviews mm, back, rather than doing them back-to-backs. And that, 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 you know, they're heavy. Like we're still on the come down from Kira, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And they're you're all still hitters. talking about that. So this is just, you know, I know some of you have like separation anxiety and withdrawals <laughs> from us and you just need our voice. Yeah. This is just that episode that you don't need to use much brain power to. Yeah. You're probably not going to absorb much. There's not really many good quotes unlike Kira that no. you can use. <laughs> There'll never be as many good quotes as Kira's episode. But I know. But yeah. Speaking of, oh, we yeah. should probably do the questions and quotes section, eh? Okay. So, do you have any questions for me? Um, I do. 
Okay. You Let had to me think about think. that one, well, didn't I you? I don't know. I don't really know. Like, I obviously want to ask you questions about moving, but I, I feel like I know them all. So, I'm trying to think about what the people would want to know okay. about moving. Mm-hmm. Is there any... What are you most worried about mm-hmm. moving? Mm-hmm. What are you most excited about moving? And worried, excited, and emotional about moving. Okay. What was the first one? What are you most... Worried about? worried about yeah okay that's my standard baseline so what am i worried extra about i'm worried that i'm not going to survive working from home yes um because i'm a very social workplace gal i enjoy being a part of a team i enjoy like the chat the water cooler discussions and all that jazz like i'm really i'm in such a good team that I'm going to miss that. And then that then puts, I'm worried about the pressure that I'm going to put myself on to make it work because not only does it impact Zach and his work, it also impacts my work and my team's work here. And so I have a lot of worry and pressure to make it work, I think is like the biggest thing for me. Yeah, I get that. I'm worried, I'm worried you might go crazy being at home too much. Well, oh, but you do have that office you can go to. Yeah, like I have a dedicated space, but um, yeah, it's that whole like Zach isolation. Like will get home from a day of work and you'll be like, get me out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it will be a nice change for him. Maybe he's hoping that I'll suddenly become an outdoor, let's do activities Activity all the time. Gal. Rather than let's just stay home and do nothing. Yeah. Um, so we could go either way, I guess I could be, I could lean heavy, have more heavily into homebound or, or full activity. Check. Yeah. Just getting out and about and not ever being home. Um, so that's probably my biggest worry is that I will fail at that. Mm-hmm. Then excitement. excited. The thing that I'm excited about is exploring a place that's new to me. Yes. Because I was saying to Zach the other day, I was thinking about when I first moved to Perth, everything was an adventure. Like I wanted to find the best food, the best cafe, the shops, the little boutiques, the streets, whatever. Um, and so I'm excited to do that in a place, but I'm also excited to do that with someone, to like do that with Zach and experience it as a team. Um, so I'm really excited for that and I'm really excited for Zach and I to be in this next chapter of our lives of being like both full-time employed both starting from scratch like in a new city I'm really excited for that yeah I'm excited for that too I think it'll just be so good for you and Zach yeah I think it's gonna be really good I think it's gonna make us like a really strong team well I hope it does like well I wouldn't say you're not a strong team now no but like to really I don't know. I think it's just practice. Yeah. And I think it's just so nice that you are doing something together that it's exciting. It's new. And after you've both worked so hard and Mm. gone through so much shit for so long, it's like, Mm. this is your time to shine. Yeah. So we're really excited. Um, I love our new house that we're renting and I've never even been there. Yeah. um, It's just like, obviously I'm seeing it through Zach's eyes at the moment because FaceTime and whatever. But he continually tells me how much I'm going to love it. Like how much the environment is just you, me, like my kind of place. So I'm really excited to finally be there. Lovely. And then what was the last one? Emotions. Like Like how are you feeling emotionally? Like 
the um, whole situation. Emotionally, I don't think it's really sunk in yet, mm. to be honest. Um, I think I'm just going to miss people like you. I think we are also so lucky, though, because you think about this you know, 20 years ago, we didn't mm. have FaceTime. We didn't, mm. I couldn't like text you and annoy you all the time that like we do anyway. Like yeah. a lot of it won't feel different. Yeah. We It'll FaceTime just, every day. Pop. We text yeah. every day. That's not going to change. No, It's just the face to face contact. But yeah, exactly. The being in the same room yeah. and taking up the same space. And cause that's kind of what I've missed with Zach. Yeah. Like, um, we've FaceTimed every day. We message all the time, but it's that physical in each other's presence that's lacking yeah obviously because you're not around but it then just means that you look forward to the time more you know yeah. like when you're actually gonna be together and, you know, i think i was like it'll be good like you'll come to me or i'll go to you and we'll mm. actually have dedicated fun time that yeah. won't be podcast or mm. nursing or anything it'll actually mm. just be activities when one of us is sick one or, of us is sick yeah yeah not that <laughs> But yeah, I think the emotion of leaving everybody again, because obviously I've done it before. Like I left my friends in England. But that was a forever thing. Yeah, yeah. And like England's a lot further than Adelaide. Yeah, it is. It is. Like it's more time achievable zones. for me to see <laughs> yeah, you, you know? Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I think, and you know, I'm still friends with people back in England. Like I still have relationships there. So um it just means that you can still do it right and it just means that but we'll be closer together so yeah that's kind of what i'm emosh about mm, yeah that's about it mm. that's me in a nutshell do you have any questions ah oh, do i have any questions for you what are you planning on doing with all of your extra time in the next couple of months well, that is a great question, Shanis, because that has become my new priority. I love that for you. So, in August, I've decided that's my grieving month. Um, so, I'm letting myself have that month. Okay, you can have that because month. Because you leave me. Mm -hmm. um, and then exactly six days later, old mate leaves me. Yeah. Um, to head to Adelaide as well for like five weeks or something silly yeah. <laughs> so in that time and having dropped my hours i'm going to be around more and i was panicking <laughs> anyway i have decided i think i might have mentioned it on the podcast before i'm going to do something nice every month mm -hmm. so whether that is nipping down south for two nights we or, attempted or that whatever, remember? we did uh, and then my phone uh two months ago was like here's this was what you're doing this time last year and i was like cool <laughs> And then, Nailed it. So mum and dad were like, oh, you know, when you last down south, I was like, mum, I mm. have not been for so long. No, it, I was like, it's been over a year. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Anyway, sure as shit, it was definitely over a year yep. ago. So Sean and I had that intention, but now that she's leaving me in her honour, I'll do it. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to find that. some space. I'll be with you. So I am going down south the week after... I oh, know I have one week of being a lonely girl mm -hmm. and then the second week I'm going down south for four nights with Poppy mm -hmm. and then I'm coming back to work for two days mm -hmm. and then I'm going to nip to broom for a gals weekend with mum. I love that. And then I'm going to come back and then I'm just going to do something every single month. I love that. And I'm just going to, my whole philosophy at the moment is to work less, live more. 
Yes. So I'm not going to work much. And when I'm there, I'll do my bit and I'm going to come home, but I'm going to really try and put an effort into doing nice things. Like got to renovate the kitchen, got to go down south, got to just do nice things. Got to go and see Kira, (laughs) going to go do things, you know? Going to come to Adelaide. Going to come to Adelaide. Yes. Yes. We'll, um, we're actually talking about a month or we could do that. Try to look at days off. Even if it's like, because Adelaide is nice and close. Even mm-hmm. if it was, a you know, old mates three days off or four days off. Three yeah. nights, four nights, like a weekend. That would yeah. be so Long nice. Long weekend. Yeah. yeah. And we've got the space now. Yeah. We've got the rooms. That's right. Exactly. So, yeah. Just little trips to yeah. fill my cup while everyone leaves it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I know. But it's not because of you. Yeah, feels a bit personal the way it's all the timing, really. <laughs> Jesus. It does feel a bit personal. I didn't mean it for, to be personal. Anyway, anyway um, do you have quotes. a quote for me? Yes, I do. Um, so my quote is kind of on the back of last week's episode. So nothing to do with this week's episode whatsoever. It says, and I said to my body softly, I want to be your friend. It took a long breath and replied, I have been waiting my whole life for this. That is deliciously cute. Isn't it? That is so, so nice. That's so beautiful. So wholesome. Yeah. I love it. Now I've got pressure for mine to be really good. Mm -hmm. I've got one. Okay, go. Targeted at me. Oh, okay. (laughs) Self-targeted. Good. Work-life balance. It's not an entitlement or a benefit. Your company can't give it to you. You have to create it for yourself. (laughs) so look at me creating a work-life balance that is heavily targeted at you it's a good reminder yeah it is you also have to balance your passions not your time i've got lots at the moment that i've really targeted at me they are really all about you you will never find time for anything if you want time you must make it i am making the time everybody for me I love it. You're going for it. I know. That's so good for you. And that classic, what's the other one? It's like, no one ever on their deathbed says, I wish I spent more time at work. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Like you can't make friends with salad. Yeah. That's a literally. good one. I love that. Anyway. All right. Good finish there, sister. Thank you. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, this is our second last live app. Oh, <laughs> mark it in your calendars. Oh Everyone will wear God. black at the next one. Yeah, for the next interview, wear black. Yeah, wear black. Not really. It's black. a very happy episode. It's beautiful. Anyway, right. on we, that note, yeah, we hope you have a fabulous, fabulous week. week. <laughs>